0: Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now, here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of Marketing Made Easy by the Get Savvy Club. I'm Anita Baldwin and I'm here as ever with the lovely Anna Geary. Hi, Anna. Hi, you all right? Yes, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Just had an email about Beat the Street. Remember that? No. On the
1: lamppost, they have all these things and you you get like a fob and you walk around and you have to like, um, scan the fob or your card on the lamppost it's to encourage uh walking
0: i've to never area. heard
1: of that I'll, I'll forward the email on to you beat yeah. the street but it's quite fun me, me and the kids did it last time so we're not just going to be chasing pokemons around We're going to be like beating the street at the same time it's to encourage people to walk yeah. can, we it, can we like challenge each other so you can do the most um, no, nice. because actually there's no lampposts down that canal that you run on. So maybe.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it is in my particular area. So you'll have to come to. Oh, all
0: right. <laughs> oh, OK. I thought, it was <laughs> I thought you'd cold. know
1: about it from when we were, when we lived near each other, when the kids were at school. Did they run, do it around there? It happened, it happened around there, yeah.
0: Well, no one ever told me
1: about it. Well, maybe. i
0: knew i was ostracized
1: well they probably knew you'd easily get more than everyone else so they were like no yeah. she's not joining i was them, when i had
0: a fitbit years ago i was in those fitbit challenges with people and they just chopped me out in the end yeah like, oh, i are you I chased don't... by the police <laughs> i was like yeah. no i just move around a lot yeah i am um, yeah i don't ask people into my fitbit challenges that do too much it's not fair no. And i used okay. to try and introduce them to the kids and i'd set up a challenge with the three of us and then they'd do like three steps and i'd go oh you haven't done that." And they go so the challenge the we it. well
1: we're <laughs> in a challenge at the minute and um obviously well my son has gone to a residential but he's got his fitbit on and so he's it's not like updating obviously because he's not near me in the phone but when i get him back on and there's somebody She's flying ahead at the moment. And I think to myself, when I get my son wow. back and we update it, he's gonna fly by you because it's been yeah. uh, obviously like on an action packed week. That's all. not you though. You can't no, just it like, isn't no, it like it me, but early. I'm at the age
0: now where I live through my kids, all right? <laughs> so <laughs> but anyway anything physical. So today we have interviewed the amazing Kathy Freenan. Um so not Freeman, as I thought, Freenan. And yeah. she we have to you go just think really- I'd a typo when I told you who we were interviewing no i don't, I don't um, read that far i don't get oh, that okay. far through your messages it just says yeah. podcast time and date and that's it um yeah so we had to go up super early in the morning to do this because she's all the way over in australia and um currently not allowed to leave australia either yeah, so i, I believe strange. that kathy is has got an awesome product and basically she is kind of a mindset coach and she helps women with their confidence so i bet you all the women listening to this can relate in that you know you kind of think oh I think I could do more I think I could be better I think I'm destined for better things but I don't know how to do it and oh, do you know what I'll just clean the house and then I'll think about that tomorrow and that day never comes and you never quite reach your full potential. I and actually- never think to
1: myself oh I'll just clean the house that never see that's why I do believe I do think like a bloke because that would never pop into my head i'll just clean the house but yeah i see all no, when i was part
0: time and a bit miserable and um on my days off by the time i'd like done the same shop done the school run um been for a run myself done the hoovering time to do the school run again kids are back and then i'll be back at work and then the weeks would go by and i yeah. think well I'm, I'm i mean i wasn't miserable but i was quite dissatisfied and i just never did anything about it and i think sometimes uh, quite often actually you just need someone to kind of put you on the right road hold your hand give you the confidence and help you along the way particularly women and that's exactly what Kathy does so um, yeah let's get into it If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy the podcast from Get Savvy Club use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe
2: Yes I'm from um, Australia my parents are originally from Europe so we love coming over to Hmm. to Italy and you know seeing you guys over there which is really cool Um, I to be honest with you I'm just a, a really ordinary Everyday girl. I, um, you know, in my 20s, I really struggled um, believing in myself and having confidence in myself. Um, to be honest with you, I couldn't see myself being a successful um, woman, let alone an entrepreneur, after 22 years. It's been a long time for me. Um, my background is in human resources, so I worked for a financial institution for about 13 years and I really loved my job, but I, I really felt like I was called for more in life. I've always really loved helping people to um, you know level up in their life in a positive way and that's hence why I went down the H um, the human resources road which was amazing um, but I got to a stage in my life where I was trying to have a family of my own and I do have a 17 year old daughter now but uh-huh. back then before I had my family I started to really think gosh you know here I am working full-time nine to five and on the weekends running a traditional recycling business with my husband at the time as well and I just found myself you know in the grind and just working really hard and, and really not enjoying life if I'm honest with you I was quite unhappy and just felt like I was busy all the time and I reached yeah. burnout. Yeah, and, I bet um, so many people can
0: relate to that even now <laughs> you know they're probably going through it right now
2: yeah yeah and so i just thought to myself gosh this life has just got to be better than this it's just got to be better than just working the grind nine to five and not enjoying life and so i had people that came into my life that just showed me different ways of how i really could create a business that i love and um really create an aligned life something that was aligned with my values one of my highest values is freedom um, um, and one of my other highest values is contribution you know making a an impact in the world and so I found myself in um mentoring and in leadership and I created a business where I now um coach other women how to prosper in all of the areas of their life that they value so whether that's their spiritual life their finances their relationships their health and really ha- have that holistic look of their life so um while creating a business that, of course, makes an impact for the highest good of all. Yeah. So what made you first go out and get a coach or a mentor? Because I was in corporate
0: for many years and actually – you just don't do that kind of thing really and it's um before you've got a business that is making money it's quite a big investment in yourself these things are generally not cheap and um often that's what holds people back from doing it because they're like well I want to make the money before I invest the money but actually the way to make the money is to invest in yourself and get a coach or mentor so what kind of led you to do that
2: Yeah, it was really interesting, Anita, because it kind of happened by default. I look back Mm. now and I think, gosh, I really did receive what I asked for. I literally put an intention and a prayer out there that said, you know, help me just to meet people that can be my guide and to guide me along the way. And that's really just how I fell into it, if I'm honest with you. Um, And then I started, you know, really just learning from other people who had created a lifestyle and businesses that they loved. and I was really inspired by that. So I, I'm, I've am i always been that woman who's um, never invented something of her own, really, mm-hmm. but has just stood on the shoulders of other giants. So it's really just been, you know, following in the footsteps of people that have gone before me and thought, gosh, you know, if they're if they're enrolling a coach, if they're having someone to guide them and support them and nurture them along the way, maybe I should do the same as well and I'm so glad
0: that I did. It comes back to um, who you kind of surround yourself with and if you see other people doing it, you think, oh, I can do that. But if you're and often when you're in corporate, no one's doing that. So it didn't occur to me to like, work for
1: myself for years yeah I was the one that got the took out of me at at work for having being into this stuff and I used to uh have like motivational emails come through before they were like a thing to do and it used to be so annoying and stand up and make them all listen to me <laughs> whatever but I never got out of that like I need to I guess the people that I was around were still the same types of people that were just look no oh, shut up let's just go to the pub at the weekends and so really although I was kind of into this is like i guess from being quite shy when i was like younger younger to then like being confident and having a sales role i already felt like oh i've already like um evolved and changed a lot and got a lot of confidence to have the, the jobs to even have a from my background where i'm from to have a job the type of job that i had was like doing well but yeah exactly like you were was like because i did recruitment um for 17 years so i was like is this it like you know i've got to come here every day to this for them from this time to this time constantly and i you know i had my daughter and then i was like oh, i can't i don't really want to be doing that i i actually even said i'm leaving recruitment and they were like do it part-time stay with this part-time try and see if it works so it took a while to kind of break away from it uh, but yeah Anita's totally right there you need to get not just the books and the stuff and then whatever you've got to then get the people that are doing what what you get people get around people that are doing what you have done what you want to do uh, and also then get other people to help you do what they want to do you know do what you want to do or just be able to help you unlock what you want to do because often we don't know because we've fell into a job it's such a busy job that every day our head is just consumed with um a to-do list of like okay so tomorrow I've got to get through this 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 and this and then it might be the weekend but then maybe you've got to do something for a family member and then it's like oh Monday's back and these weeks turn into months that turn into years and you can't believe that you've that you've been doing that for so long and yeah you almost can't break that it's hard to break that cycle. Where are women when they come come to you then for help now within your yeah. business.
2: They're feeling very lost. they know that there's more for them in their life. Um, a lot of people are from the corporate um, background and they just um, they've spent a long part of their life and you know they've raised a family um, but they want to do something for themselves. they want yeah. to step into their calling but they don't really know what that might look like. They want to have a business of their own or they want to create some kind of freedom lifestyle for themselves, but they actually don't, don't they just don't know how to um but then we have a lot of women who you know get really stuck in the self-sabotage so they procrastinate or they find that they're busy going nowhere or they're constantly being distracted off their car so they're not actually taking that inspired action to to create and manifest and design that that life and the business that they would truly love to have and
0: that can be hard to recognize, actually, can't it? Because it's not um, self-sabotage isn't always destructive. It can just be doing other things, looking after other people all the time and putting yourself last.
2: 100%. And I realized that I was actually doing that myself. Well, I didn't actually realize that that's what I was doing myself, I should say, until you know I became aware of that. And then I thought to myself, gosh, you know, these are really just symptoms of what's going on on a deeper level and for many years as well I was running stories a lot of limiting beliefs especially back around self-worth and not being enough and not being good enough um, that I really allowed that to hold me back as well so even though I had the desire—I actually knew what I wanted in my life. I knew how I wanted to live, and uh, the impact that I wanted to make. But I just didn't believe in myself enough to actually make those first steps initially. Until I had people to help me become aware of where I was sabotaging and where I was playing small in my life, and and not yeah. moving forward. To break—we do that. need
0: help, don't we? Yeah. We need to—we yeah. need to be surrounded by positive people. And we need help and support. And as much as your family might love you. Sometimes mm. they're just not capable of giving you that. Yeah. So how did in you world, get started
2: then? It's really it's really important to know what we want, you know, having a clear vision of knowing exactly what it is and what you would love in the different areas of your life. You know, if we imagine um fairy godmother showed up with her magic wand and said, you know, I'm going to grant you all your wishes, what do you actually ask for? And reminding ourselves that it's safe to have desires as well. It's safe to dream dream um, because a lot of us we forget to dream because we just get stuck in the the same old same old of of life um, so definitely starting with a vision is really important um, identifying what are the fears that hold hold us back so in a really quick way to identify that is to ask ourselves the fear I have about success is or the fear I have about my finances is or the fear I have about being in business is and just take notice of what actually comes up and we want to acknowledge what those fears are but we want to turn them around so that they become resourceful as well Um, and then taking those inspired steps and You know, a lot of people really think that they need to go and take really big, massive, gigantic steps to realise their dreams. It's really not the case. It's a matter of really slowing down and, um, you know, feeling good, feeling inspired um, and having those goals that are exciting to work towards, ones that are fun, ones that give us that intrinsic motivation because they are in alignment with what we value the most in our lives as well. And, uh, you know, then once we really start to take that inspired action where we're feeling really good and just the baby step, you know, if you don't know mm-hmm. what the whole um, jigsaw puzzle looks like. What are the just the corners that we can put in together, and how can we fill fill in that picture of what it is that we desire? Uh, and then, of course, you know, surrendering to grace and just knowing that everything's happening for our highest good, and that you're always on the right path, and that success is inevitable if we keep on taking that um, those baby steps forward each and every day consistently. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that is what a lot of it's about, isn't it? Not people have these great ideas, right? I'm going to sort this out, and I'm going to do this, and they they go all out for a few days, maybe a few weeks, and then they can't maintain it. But you're right, just taking those tiny little steps each day um in the right direction, and realizing that, like, yeah, this didn't happen how I thought it was going to, but maybe there's a reason behind that, and actually, there's something better for me, a different way, and I can definitely, when you you, know, you look back, it's easy to connect those dots, isn't it? And think, well, God, I really wanted that yeah. at that time, and I'm so glad that that didn't happen because if it did my life would be totally different and not in the way it is now and not in such a good way so you and there's everybody's got to be able to look back and see areas of their lives that that's happened already in so just trust that yeah moving forward it's going to work out for the for the best but only if you show up as well you can't lie in bed every day um or continue getting up going to that job that you hate every day in the same way it it baffles me at times when I need to and I speak to people um And they tell us about their business. Maybe they've had a free coaching session with us. Tell us about their business. Uh, They're stuck. They've got this problem, this problem. We're like, okay, here's some potential solutions. Um, And they're like, okay, I'll think about it. Maybe they don't join our program. Maybe they don't go on to be mental biased. And then we speak to them six months later, three months later, nine months later the same they're doing the same thing stuck in the same place you think how like is this nine months going to turn into nine years for them and it it will if they don't if they don't we, we often like leave a call if if they don't jump on with us we go do go do something please because yeah. like, if you don't go and do you know you don't have to work with us but please go and find someone to work with or something to do it's soul destroying because these great great people that could be, yeah. be getting the life that they want but just not stepping and, and going for it yeah self-trust absolutely. as well I think isn't it if people have bought you know if bought into something before and not showed up then they don't trust themselves that they're going to yeah, turn up for this next thing and it's you know how do you and I guess that's the type of work that you do is break that cycle for good to stop them from doing these things but actually get you know, properly get on in life so typically how long would they work with you what's your what's your usual sort of setup?
2: Yeah, so usually I start a client working um, for a three month block at a time, and then some, and usually we go through a process together that at the end of that three months they have their breakthrough. And sometimes, you know, um, women are happy to go along and they have the tools and the resources and everything that they need to continue that focus and that momentum because they now do have. Those strategies and tools in place, so that they can identify that self sabotage, and they can coach themselves through that, and keep that momentum moving along. Um, a lot of people love to have accountability, so I've had I've had women working with me for years um, that were continuously working. So it really just depends on what that person needs in that chapter of their life as well. Um, and then, of course, we have the, um, the Prosperity Circle, which is more of a longer, uh, a longer program, um, which stems over 12 months, where it's more of a community-based um, course in prosperity. So
0: what did your business journey look like then? How did you get started following, you know, having that mentor and deciding what it is you wanted to do?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting, Anita, because when I was in corporate and again, it came back to me having a really difficult time on my lounge. I remember getting ready for work this one particular morning and I was eating my cereal. And this was at a time where I didn't really pay much attention to my health, to be honest with you. And I just remember getting ready for work. And it was, you know, um, I was sitting there in my uniform and I'm just thinking, gosh, life has just got to be so much better than this. This is crazy. I just can't keep on going. And then literally I had an invitation um, to have a look at an online business uh, idea at that time. And I was really closed off because I remember my husband actually saying, Kath, you know, there's a business idea that my friend wants you to have a look at. It was network marketing at the time. And, um, you know, to be honest with you, I I was actually quite angry because I said (laughs) to my husband, hang on a sec, we've been working for 13 years straight, 7 days a week. And I'm working in corporate. I'm working from crazy o'clock in the morning to crazy o'clock at night, you know, trying to work our uh, traditional business. We had a recycling company back then because um, we thought having a business of your own meant freedom. What I didn't Which realize it doesn't. I just bought <laughs> myself a job, <laughs> right? Yes. And, um, you know, I, I worked in, we worked in that for about 13 years. And I remember Michael saying, I'd love for you to have a look at another business idea. And I'm like, I don't have enough More. time. Wow! (laughs) So I hear the word business and I automatically assumed that it was going to be another hundred hours in that week, which I just did not have. Mm. Meanwhile, my marriage was falling apart. My health was falling apart and I had no social life. I was so unhappy and unfulfilled. But, you know, it was just because there was a a meeting on um, that my husband said that we would go along to. And I said, you know what? I'll go along. I'm going to say no. (laughs) So I'd already (laughs) pre-decided. You already knew. But, but yeah, I, I went along. I remember sitting in this lounge room. Lady was drawing some things on a whiteboard. And the only thing I remember from that whole presentation was, what if what if you had the time freedom and the resource freedom and the money freedom to do and be and have whatever you desire and to give what you want Mm. to give because I love being generous as well Mm. and gosh you know all the dreams that I had you know um had put away in a drawer never to be seen again to be honest with you I blew the dust off those dreams and I, I just had that possibility thinking and I went to bed late that night and I couldn't sleep because all of a sudden I gave myself permission to dream again. And so even, um, you know, because I was working and I had we had our recycling business, you know, at the end of the day, I just had to find those tiny little small pockets of time, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there, Um, I call them stolen moments really to be able to get some kind of momentum on on taking the action that I needed to do to build my online business that would eventually over, you know, supersede my human resources income and allow me to come home to be with my baby girl. And so I've been home with her for, yeah, 17, 18 years now, which has been pretty amazing. Yeah, because actually,
1: with you saying network marketing, there's a lot of bad press around network marketing, yeah. and actually, network marketing can unlock a whole new world of, of, like you said, the not. It's not even about the business. Often, it, of, often people can start that business and then go on to do something completely different. But it's more. Um, the possibility that's out there and then being around people that are positive and that have got the right mindset, they're sharing the books that all wanting you to win at the same time, because obviously everybody helps everybody and you get to where you want to be. I'm not, obviously all industries have got the bad parts and the, you know, the good parts, but a, a really good part of network marketing is the fact that you can be around these completely different types of people from all different walks of life that have all kind of needed something extra themselves for various different reasons. And they're all wanting you to win. And they're all, you know, in this world of like you know motivation and learning personal development and so uh, just even like when i see people go to the the days that they have and hopefully all this is going to come back now all the you know we've we've done with covid um (laughs) because all of that had to stop because obviously like you said there you went to a physical actual meeting that that particular industry has (laughs) moved on massively in terms of like social media (laughs) it hugely but there's something to be said for that old school you're there you couldn't be distracted by any other work that was going on you were just present in that room at that time with those people having to listen if you'd have been on a zoom maybe at home with your other work uh, you know work for, work emails pinging through you might not have been as as into it and you may not have they may not have um pulled you in if you like but being yeah. in that
2: space with all those people obviously gave mm. you time to reflect so how did it kind of evolve to what you do now then yeah, so because I was part of, um, you know, obviously just working my way and expanding an, an organisation and expanding teams and working with people, well, number one, I really had to do the work on myself, first of all, because if we want to go higher in our life, of course we need to go deeper on our own inner work. Um, so I had lots of um, lots of things that I needed to work on as well, especially around self-love and self-worth um, and feeling deserving of actually receiving abundance and prosperity in my life so it was a really great introduction to personal development for my own journey mm. and then because I was really beginning to have those breakthroughs I was then able to then help other people within our team to um, you know build other people up and really help others to step in their strength and in their purpose and to dream again um, and to be able to move forward and make the impact um, the positive impact in the world that we want to um as the common the common purpose and the common goal that we had as a team as well uh which was just so beautiful while having fun along the way as well because sometimes entrepreneurship can be such a lonely journey um just having people to link arms with um along that journey in the in the good times the hard times um while we're breaking through those obstacles as well on our journey to success um That's where it really all started. And, um, of course, we had lots of different speakers and different leaders and, uh, you know, coaches and mentors and guides that, i got to meet along that journey and it just so happened that um we one of the um one of the things that we love to do was to um run youth camps so we ran youth camps in the gold coast here in australia and we had about 300 kids from all over mm-hmm. australia come and um it was a little bit like a mini tony robbins event and, oh um, okay <laughs> awesome that? nothing like very that transformational right? very transformational um But it it started my journey as well uh, with regards to meeting um, Scott Harris, who's been working with Tony for the last 22 or 23 years. And he became um, my mentor and taught me how to become a professional coach. And so that's where that all really started Mm. um, from that youth camp. And yeah, that's where my coaching journey and wanting to professionally coach people around prosperity and success um, and mindset really started.
0: When you open yourself up to opportunity, then opportunity will find you. But when you're closed, it doesn't. So it sounds like you just kind of went, "Okay, I'm going to try this. And then that just opened up a whole new world for you. And you never quite know what you're going to get out of it, which is exciting, isn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more and it was just having that possibility thinking and because I really started to think about, well, what would I really love and then all of a sudden just holding on to the faith that there's got to be something better, just even that one thought process really opened up so many possibilities and then we get to choose and pick you know, which opportunity we want to run with that really aligns with us and really lights our soul on fire. So, how long did it take for you
0: working as a coach, helping other people, for that to really take off?
2: For it to really take off? Yeah. Yeah, it took look. It took a good twelve months because I had a lot of imposter syndrome as well. You know, yeah, so the that imposter syndrome was coming up, and you know, I, I again, it just came back to the belief and who am I to think that I can really make yeah. an impact in the lives of others? And you know, and I was also comparing myself to other people, so I oh, would yeah. compare myself to, you know, other professionals, um, in in the same uh, arena. Uh, but what I realized was that you know, when I um, look up to people, so Consciously, I was looking down on myself as well. So I really had to turn that around too and think, okay, well, you know, what is she great at? But of course, they're our mirror. We don't see that greatness in other people unless we have it in ourselves, right? So I used to think, okay, well, she's creative and she's, you know, um, she's great at sharing on social media. Well, how can I be great on social media and share my heart and my wisdom and my love with the world as well? we know not to compare to others but you, you literally you can't help can can you because if somebody's
1: doing the exact same thing or a very similar thing to you and it yeah. seems like because we all we all have like the same 24 hours in the day don't we and you kind of kind of look and think well how, how on earth have they got to that level or they're say, selling that many programs or they're getting that many people into their world and you you actually don't know their journey and different things that they've done before because and it doesn't help that the coaching space can be so full of crap a lot of times that people will lie and say that um oh I just showed up once and everybody asked me for help and that's why I'm a coach because people kept asking me and now I make all this money it's like well that's not what really happened is it and actually when you did when you actually find out a bit more about that person they didn't just everybody asked them to be a coach so they decided to just be a coach and now they're really successful in actual fact mm-hmm. they had it's like somebody might start doing what you're doing and they might think oh um uh um yeah i i can do that but probably they can't because actually you have all those years in human resources that you bring to the table before you even start that makes you way ahead you probably didn't realize it or give yourself credit for at the time <laughs> but there's lots of and that's why network marketers would have targeted you because you've got the hr background they do it with me with my re- recruitment background they they purposely target certain types of people because they they have a feeling they're more likely to to get it even though anyone can get network marketing you just need the right attitude but um they're going out and trying to find these people but you don't yeah you don't know everybody's story and and how much they work as well because often people lie about how much they work they say oh yeah i just do a few hours of you know a week and then when you actually start watching them you're like no you don't you're like working constantly you're like even when you're doing your flying around the world doing all your different things that you're doing you're working you have you show up all the time nothing wrong with that it's great but don't lie to people and say you're doing like
0: you wake up and do two <laughs> i was talk. talking about someone in particular there. actually <laughs> I, that I started
1: thinking about one person but then i was thinking about somebody else that we spoke to early on who remember the person that reckoned that oh they just get up at like five before the the rest of the family get up and they've done their day's work by 7 <laughs> bullshit and then well, yeah then you, you see them they're doing a live here well this is not between 5 and 7 a.m so i don't know what you're doing on there but yeah. so i was thinking of a few people actually a lot of people trying to uh, what well,
0: um what i'm really interested in is just before we started recording we were talking about how you've been putting your magazine and your book in the Oscars goodie bag which is for me incredible so how on earth do you go from like oh yeah I think I'll be a coach and I'll give that a go to oh I'm in the (laughs) and did you get to go to the Oscars and watch the slap (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's really interesting because again, it it came back to my vision um, and the possibilities that happen and the opportunities that come into our life when we are when we are brave and bold enough to give ourselves permission to dream. And and I remember it actually came. Um, it was about two, uh, sorry, three years ago. Three years ago, where you know I'd set my vision board up because I'm a very visual person. So putting those positive anchors in place um, is really important for me to see it in front of me yeah. um, so on my vision board I had a dream for about four years to write a book um, I didn't know how I was going to do it I'm not really a writer um, and to be honest with you I actually found it quite challenging to share my story I mean if we catch up for a cup of tea or a coffee or a chat like this I'm so I can share that really easily but gosh in a text so i literally put together my vision board and i had this really brave bold idea that i'm going to just cut out the um the number one amazon best-selling book um logo and stick oh, that good on. idea like, all yeah. right god you know how. i do. Like that however this is meant to manifest if it's meant to happen it will and i'm just going to let you take care of the rest and i'm open i'm open to writing a book in some way shape or form to share this method with the world and i literally in probably about a month's time in about 30 or 40 days time i received a phone uh a message through my um, Facebook Messenger from a lady by the name of Shah Moore, and um, she is a publisher, a book publisher, and she was putting together a book called Why Not. And so she wanted to interview female leaders about oh. the challenges that they've been through and how they have created, um, you know, the life and business that they love as well, and how they overcome adversity in their life. And um, I was so scared because I had let I'd let this fear for four years hold me back from actually yeah. writing a book. And um, they'd been sitting in my notes for all of that time in my phone, but I just never did anything about it. I just played small. And um, and then just through Shah's connections, um, it turned out that our book ended up going number one on Amazon, which was just an absolute dream come true. And um, What's your and book called? Was, it's called Why Not? Mm-hmm. empowering stories from female leaders and um and then that led into um being featured in the magazine so uh, just um be careful what you wish for <laughs> that whatever yeah. you dream for um yeah it's it's then about letting it go and just knowing that if it's meant to be uh whatever's meant to be for you will make a way to you and you won't be able to stop it. It's hard to do but once you can get there where
1: well, you can just say what you want and then be like, surrender to it just happening. It's not going to be the way you imagined it looked like. If you have that, that's why I don't really like, you know, when kids are at school and they're trying to make them decide what job they want to have and there's Mm. all these plans and all you're going to do is you're going to get your, like here in the UK, it's GCSEs, then your A-levels, then you're going to go to university to do this and then you're going to train and you're going to become this. And I think, how do you, don't make them have these plans age 14, 15. What, you know, life's going to happen and they, they just need to set like what do they want, the bits that they could put in of what what do they imagine that they enjoy to do, you know, what fun parts or, you know, that that kind of thing really. And then just be open, like I say, open to the opportunities because some will say, well, I can't do that because my focus is to do this. And they'll just follow that path instead of opening their eyes and thinking, hang on a minute, I didn't even know that was a thing. So yeah. I'm going to go and try, try that. And, and like I say, somebody messaged you because you've done all the other work <clears throat> all the other work and they were like, oh, actually, you'd be great in this book. Um and it meant that you didn't have to do a whole book yourself. Um you yes. <laughs> could be part of one and then still be an Amazon bestseller. And then obviously it led into it being ultimately in the Oscars, which is
0: great. Yeah. <laughs> How did it, it lead, lead into, into it. being in the Oscars?
2: just through thin threads or just through the relationships that uh shah had created so i really had nothing to do with that um just that it came about that um shah knew some people that knew some people and um it all kind of went that way that's what it's about isn't it so did you get to go no well we can't fly out of the country at the moment we've got Uh, we've got covid (laughs) you still not fly out people we can go come
1: to you can't we now
2: yeah. Because yeah, you keep seeing that.
1: the adverts on the TV. You guys want us back now.
2: You want our money back now.
1: <laughs> yeah, the adverts are, come absolutely. to Australia, yeah, adverts I mean, all over the TV.
2: Yeah. It's like, we're oh, getting yeah. real itchy feet at the moment because my husband and I and well, my family, the three of us, we love to travel and we were supposed yeah. to come back over to Italy to see my family. So I really, really miss them. Um, yeah, we were supposed to come back. I can't up. believe you
1: can't leave.
2: Yeah, That's yeah. Bad. Well, there's we're certain just... criteria. Some people oh. are allowed to travel and others are not.
0: Oh. Yes yeah hopefully soon it, I mean for us it's yeah. pretty much over so hopefully yeah. soon for you we've got our coach is Australian as well so he's like the same as you like, I really want to go places yeah, and he yeah. like he did a, like an individual protest um when it all started and lockdown happened <laughs> he just like through this massive beard he's like I, I want to go to a hairdressers and have it cut I'm not going to do it myself <laughs> He just, <looked laughs> just like time went on. and then yeah. and then when you were able to get out and do things he he suddenly turned up and looked like 10 years yeah. younger,
2: didn't he? Yeah, yeah like, absolutely. So, although I didn't get to go to the Oscars over in America, I did get to watch the Oscars. I jumped off a plane. We were running an event up in the Gold Coast um, last week or the week before when the Oscars were on. And I literally jumped off the plane. And one of my coaches, because I have quite a few coaches and mentors in my own life, and one of my coaches had organized um, a live viewing of the Oscars at the Picture Theatre in. Oh. It's the our hometown here. Yeah. So I jumped off the plane, I went to the picture theatre, put my feet up, had some popcorn and a wine and watched the Oscars live. Oh, so that lovely. was amazing. As good so as you can get, nice yeah. Monday. So you saw
1: the Will Smith bit live then? <laughs> yes. What did you? What were your initial thoughts? Did you just think it was like, oh, <gasps> just like this? <gasps> oh.
2: <laughs> well, I, I was kind of a little little bit two too ways. You know, part of me was like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. And then literally in a nanosecond I thought, are they acting? So yeah, because like,
1: they're actors, you're like I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. I thought they're actors, yeah, I thought, it's a well, comedian. Cos- I I just thought it was a scam. I just thought it was made up because I just thought it can't be real because otherwise they would just <laughs> chuck Will Smith out surely. But obviously they didn't because he'd won something and stuff. But I just thought, yeah, he's you know, it's um you know, it's just staged. But obviously I don't think it was staged now. But at the time yeah. I, I did because of just you know. But how can you tell? And these people are actors. They're actors, aren't they? <laughs> yeah (laughs) it could have been whatever it's hard to um differentiate because they're so good at acting so what what's next for you then now what's the what's the matter apart from obviously travel as soon as you're allowed to what what next have you got on the horizon for the next 12 12 18 months or so
2: yeah. So the next steps are really expanding the prosperity circle more. The group coaching, um, just just really expend, expanding more on what I'm doing at the moment. Um, you know, spending more time with my family, um, just just enjoying this present moment. If I'm honest with you, um, I look after obviously my elderly mother in law as well, who turned ninety, as you know. Oh. Um, So that's a that's a real challenge. So um, and then my daughter is almost 18 um, towards the end of this year. So just, you know, seeing her um, follow her purpose and her loves and her passions now and and seeing her spread her wings, um, which is pretty amazing and just just enjoying life to the very fullest. So um, we also run um, retreats. We run Oh, uh, day lovely. retreats, and we also run. I run a monthly um, networking and personal development event here in Newcastle as well, where women can plug in, you know, on a month-to-month basis and make sure that they continue moving forward and uh, ex- increasing their prosperity in all the areas of their life that they um, yeah. have very important to them.
0: And being successful as a woman and helping other women to be successful, and like just changing the world
2: and i think it's just beautiful the work that we all get to do you know even yourselves anna and anita the work that you do and you know when we can just really you know i really believe that as we you know just have some kind of influence or some kind of positive influence in our different communities and different parts of the world You know, I truly, truly believe that that's how we create just such a better future. That's how we create uh, an incredible uh, world and bring bring heaven on earth at the end of the day. Um, And, you know, just be able to live life to the fullest and enjoy that love and, That abundance that we all so deserve you know we're all here to make a difference and i think it's just beautiful to see women um really collaborating and moving forward together rather than competing um, and complementing each other i think is just the most beautiful thing that i'm witnessing right now there's room for everyone isn't there oh there's plenty there's more than enough we live in the limitless universe it's incredible
0: yeah. yeah, so we always ask our guests two questions and the first one is to recommend a book, so a development book, a business book, something that's helped you along the way.
2: Yeah, my goodness. Oh, goodness, there's so many books that have helped me along the way. The one that I would say, well, you know, the very first one that has helped me along the way has been Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yeah. Um, that, that was a really great introduction into just learning the power of our mind and how we've been blessed with free will and to be able to actually control our thoughts as the creative beings that we are. So that was really powerful. And the other one that he wrote, um, which was called um, um, Outwitting the Devil, that was actually a really incredible book that just blew my mind away. And um, to be honest with you, that was the one that really compelled me uh, to dive into coaching and to teach other women what they don't know about how to create success and prosperity because I saw so many people and women and families suffering and struggling and they really don't need to once they know how so that really compelled me as well
1: yeah it's huge because so many people are just stuck and they how do you even get out of it is it's it's tough to get to break that cycle especially if generations before have been in a similar situation it's just kind of a given that oh okay well that's the type of people that we are and we continue doing that Mm. so the other question we ask is um we're the get savvy club so what makes you savvy what makes me savvy
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this
1: is going to be me, tough for you
2: because you, with your downplaying yourself all the while, it's going to be hard for yeah, you. But no, what makes me savvy is um, what makes me savvy is that I'm kind-hearted. I'm very caring. I love people. I love people unconditionally. I just see. I just see the light in people. I see the light of God in people, and I choose to see the goodness you know that's um beneath all the the yucky deep layers of unworthiness um i choose i choose to see that incredible human being that they were born to be um so what makes me savvy is just just really um having compassion and having empathy Mm -hmm. for people just listening to people's stories and really listening into what their biggest challenges are and just wanting to take care of them, you know, just really wanting to take care of them. So, yeah, that's what makes me savvy. Not always easy to do, I imagine. No, not always, absolutely. You know, I really have to separate myself and come from I'm constantly reminding myself to, step back from being judgmental. Yeah. You know, that human, that human being part of us that we all have. Yeah. From being judgmental and really having that non judgment um and choosing to step into that space of love and compassion mm-hmm. to, yes. for a person. Just being a just being a good human being at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> really. it
1: it's tough to not
2: be sort of. judgy. <laughs> but which actually you know, like
0: <laughs> makes you a happier person as well it's mm-hmm. not about what you give to other people it's about you know how it makes you feel as well isn't it
2: yeah absolutely and just um you know just finding that joy and that happiness and You know, do I get it all the time? Absolutely not. That's why I have people in my life to guide me and, you know, point out my blind spots that Mm. I'm not seeing and um, help me to stay on track when, you know, I'm very unresourceful sometimes in my emotions and how I'm feeling and how I make meaning of things that Mm. are not resourceful. Um, But constantly, you know, coming back to that perspective of well gosh, what how can I grow from this? What can I learn from this? And certainly haven't arrived. I'm still on the journey, you know, with the people that I get to take care of and get to serve as well. So I'm I'm definitely not arrived. I'm still growing. I'm still yes, learning. Yeah. I'm still overcoming. We all yeah, we all so, are, aren't we?
1: So how can our listeners hear more about you? Then how can they find out about more more about you?
2: Yeah, so through um, social media is the best way Um, through uh, I run a group that's called she rises purpose and prosperity. So there's lots of beautiful tools and resources and downloads that women can get the ball rolling on their own um, business and personal journey. Um, And just following on yeah, Kathy Feenan on Facebook.
0: If you're enjoying marketing made easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe.
1: That was Kathy's interview. Uh, great to have Kathy on. So Mike, what are your biggest, biggest takeaways from that then, Anita?
0: My biggest takeaway from that, definitely, is that I'm gonna maybe do a vision board. I've always, you know, I'm not woo woo. I've always thought, I know what I want. And I can, I am quite an action taker. I'm not like a passive person. <laughs> I'll go mm. for it. Um, Often misguidedly and completely failing, but I will always go for it. But actually, maybe I will do a vision board. I'm thinking about that and, um, yeah, yeah put something up and just I can put it in that wall ahead of me and just stare at it every day. So, yeah, yeah. My, that's my biggest takeaway. Yeah, let's do that then. Let's get ourselves a vision board. I've had vision boards before. Um, well, I also thought it's a great excuse to go and buy some magazines. I haven't bought magazines for years because oh, I went yeah. through a phase of realising they're shit. They are. Do you know
1: what? As well, it's really funny because
0: when you get more into
1: the world of, um, you know, personal development or business or whatever, and you're actually reading books, you realise how um, surface and naff – Actually, we want to get in more magazines, so we shouldn't really say this. But, yeah, that magazines are – it's always the same things. It's always at a real base level as well, isn't it? Often, though, they do send you along to go and find – so I used to read uh, – I still do, I buy it the odd time. Psychology's magazine, and that's pretty cool. Um yeah. And I'd like to be in that. But the articles can only be at a certain level, can't they? You need to then go and find out more about that particular subject. Because it's a magazine, I guess that's the whole point. It can only give you little snapshots and little tips and hints on things. It can't really... Like
0: TED Talks. It reminds me that they're all, like, maximum 20 minutes because some of them are really good and you're like, well, I'd like some more on this topic. Yeah,
1: Yeah. but you can always go and find them. You can always go and find one. I suppose that's the same thing with the magazine, isn't it, really? If you resonate with someone, then you can follow them up and... and uh, find out more and dig deep but if you're I used to think oh yeah I'm reading because I used to read magazines but actually you're not actually learning as much as you could do you just kind of half knowing about things and you need go and buy the book that they're talking about and read that find out more there's probably another layer that we're not aware of yet that when we listen to this back in five ten years we'll be like oh my god we were doing just listening to audio audio books and blah 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 why did we do that but anyway so vision boards for you so that'll be interesting to see what your about you board. uh i liked what she said about vision boards uh i like that she said amazon bestseller i like that she just surrendered it yeah. like they go um put it out there and then obviously it wasn't like at all what she thought it would be she wanted to write a book and you know actually what happened was she was part and a contributor of a book but it still led to getting herself a amazon bestseller so there's different routes to things because people yeah. think, I can never do that. i'm not a writer i can never do that but you can. You just got to find your the route that's right for you, or let the universe yeah. find it you. Yeah.
0: And I think <clears throat> I might get both the kids to do them too. It's good yeah. exercise, and to then they can look back and laugh at the things they had on them. Anyway, this week's question. This is one we had. So we um, have a group program called Social Media Made Easy, which is for anybody, any business, bricks and mortar, online, whatever, um, who just wants more clients and they're not using social or they are using social media. And it's not working or they haven't started using it. And they don't know where to start or they've just set up a new business and just want some help or they've got an old business and they just want more, whatever it's for any business. And um, we have a live zoom Q and a um, where we train on whatever the that, that topic is. And then people can ask questions. And one of the questions we had this week was what do I do to try and get more engagement on my LinkedIn? Cause they, he's putting out some great posts. Um, and he's doing everything right, um, but he just feels like he's not getting greater engagement from a wide audience.
1: Yeah, so first things first is have a look at your post and what is contained in the post. And if you were to stumble across your post, how would you engage with that? And actually, if you just ask that question back to yourself, then you'll realise, ah, okay, I wouldn't know how to engage with that itself. So there's some things you can do, one of which being... Ask a question, you know, include the reader into it and ask them a question. That's the most basic thing is, but is to get a question in there that people would be engaged with and be able to answer. Uh, but also, um, are you just broadcasting? Are you just putting out posts and not actually interacting and engaging with other people's posts? Because you need to do that as well for in, other people to see to see yours and be connecting with the right type of people that you want to connect with and, and interacting on there. So, um, another thing are you always doing the same types of posts the same way so mix that up as well so could you do a picture of yourself we love faces and you might not be happy with your face or you may not be comfortable doing photos of yourselves and things but honestly that you know we like to get to a great way of getting to know like a is doing either a video or a, a just even a, a basic selfie of us so we actually get to know your face and um as even if you're like oh no i don't really like my face it works you don't have to be like i mean naomi campbell or any kind of supermodel looks it's just we are drawn to to human beings faces
0: yeah definitely and i think sometimes because you know your business so well and you know yourself so well and you know every other post you've ever written you kind of start from a point of okay well i've talked about all of this stuff um already but actually what you need to do is is start posting from a point of view of Mm -hmm. Somebody reading it might have never seen anything yeah. I've ever done or know anything about me. So don't go into it going, oh, here's, um, I don't know, here's something I've just done, as if people mm. know exactly what that means and, and yeah. how. But you have to go into it from a point of view. of Somebody might be seeing this having never seen anything I've ever done before. So always be really clear and make it really simple. Um, and Anna's absolutely right, be personal. Um, so if you're just going out talking about your products or services, Um, then that's not going to work because there's no way to connect with a product or a service. We connect with other people and we want to connect with you in order to trust you with our hard earned cash. If there's no connection, um, then there's no trust and there's no money spent. So you've got to whether you like it or not. And We meet a lot of people go, I'm not very comfortable putting myself out there, um, you know, and things like that. Or or we meet lots of people who have as their profile picture, they have their logo. um, And that is the ultimate hiding behind your business and it just do it but it won't work you won't get to the level you want and you'll go social media doesn't work for me i'll faffed around on it and i'm not doing it um you know it's not bringing me in the business and the reason is you're not getting out there and being personal you don't need to share everything on social media you don't need to go out with all your heartaches um and your problems and all that that you do need to talk about your story you know we've all got um how do we end up doing what we've done have we overcome any adversity you know can we be inspirational for someone who might be going through that adversity at the same time to know that there is another end to come out of and that's how you build know like and trust and get to a position where people then are happy to spend money with you yeah and you'll so. get more engagement on those. sorry it's about engagement wasn't it you will get more engagement on those because yeah i mean we can't answer room. it all can we in like just
1: this short part of the the push podcast me, of course make a 10 step yeah. there's <laughs> a whole step on this do. one yeah there's a whole like there's a whole like bonus all on setting up your linkedin profile the correct way because even if you make you know doing great posts, all if you're not set up right then there's so many moving parts you need them all basically so that's a bit of a a quick answer to um a a question that can be a lot deeper and needs needs yeah. more
0: so if you're on. struggling email us find us on um social media reach out to us and we can have a chat with you you don't have to buy from us so let's have a chat
1: yeah excellent cool oh and uh if you want to be in with a shout to win the book um that was recommended on this podcast which i believe was um napoleon hills i didn't know uh, the other yeah, one Think and grow rich think and grow rich i didn't know the other one that she mentioned so um, if you want to be in shot in with a shot of winning that, type this particular episode and share it on social media. tag us
0: in. I've just I'm just seen something pop up on my phone. Um, there was a someone um has been like kind of spamming our community like a weight loss person oh. messaging people saying oh if you need wait help weight losing weight message me and going out to, to they messaged you another couple of clients and what have you and one of our clients who's done really really well on our stuff is like a diet coach yeah and um I just I've just seen it pop up and it said that um I said oh they'd messaged you as well and uh, she's put Anita Baldwin like Anna needs to lose weight, but I didn't see the word like and I just read Anita Baldwin, Anna needs to lose weight. That's <laughs> like Whoa, that's very blunt. <laughs> I don't need to lose weight, by the way. I'm perfect
1: as I am. <laughs> that's crazy Facebook that people when I thought like how are they like um managing to go through our get savvy club like community? It's really strange, isn't it? Like everyone's Well, getting... I
0: think it's because of our um LinkedIn Tim pod that our clients are all in so it's a community where we all are commenting on each other's stuff to help it go further and they're just obviously have managed to get into that and yeah. it's like it's showing everybody's posts now so they're commenting on they're messaging direct messaging people who have commented on other people's posts yeah it's spammy it. we oh, need to actually bad. we need to contact her and say she needs to get on social media if she's looking for new clients we can get it to do it way yeah, there's easier there's easier way everyone.
1: better like than you know peeing off a whole community yeah we'll, let's we'll sign she... up Welcomed into the world? Probably. Anyway, yes, we go. Yeah, and we'll see you uh, on the next one. Bye. Bye.
0: That was Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, connect with us on social media. Just search Get Savvy Club.